You're listening to a message from Micaiah Ermler, lead pastor of Southridge Church in San Jose, California. This week's awesome message will start in a few seconds. But first, we hope you will stay connected with Southridge by liking us on Facebook or by following us on Instagram and Twitter. Search for the handle at Southridge Now and click the follow button so you can receive uplifting, encouraging content right in your feed. Thanks again for listening. And now, here is Pastor Micaiah. Hey, good morning, Southridge. How's everybody doing? I hope you're staying safe and healthy. I'm so glad that you're here online with us. Welcome. If this is your first time here online with us, we're especially glad that you are here. Today, we're going to be kicking off a message that I hope will be a help and encouragement to you. I'm so so glad that you made the time and the effort to be here. We're going to be talking about strength this morning. Today, we're hearing a lot of people talk about social distancing. And it's interesting when you think about that term social distancing, there was a man by the name of Jesus, and Jesus, he practiced social distancing. You say, what do you mean? All throughout the New Testament, Jesus was the type of guy that he would be with the crowds, but then he would take a minute and he'd step back. He'd step away from the crowds, and he would just get alone with God. And then he would come back stronger. He would come back with more energy. And so this morning, I want to play off that idea that Social distancing, even though we have to separate ourselves, it's that separation that really creates strength. This morning, I'm in my gym, the gym that I work out at. This is the gym that I try to get stronger at. And a lot of people, when it comes to getting stronger, the first thing that pops into your mind is going to a gym. And some of you, you know exactly what I mean. You're you're right there doing those stomach crunches at home, while some of you else, you're like, I'm doing Nestle crunches. You know, whatever, whatever your crunch is right now, it's all good. But this morning, I really want to dive into this topic of strength. How do we get stronger? Because right now we're facing some really unparalleled times and be real easy to forget that we still need to work on that strength to become a stronger individual, become a stronger person. And so this morning, I want to look at a character by the name of Gideon. Gideon may surprise you because in Judges chapter number 6, the Bible says that the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash with his son Gideon, who was threshing wheat in a wine press. Now, let me stop there real quick. Threshing wheat in a wine press. Uh, I don't know if you can quite picture the scene here, but a wine press in this day and age is not your typical wine press. You might be picturing a wooden barrel with some grapes in it and some people with no shoes or sandals that they're stomping on uh, grapes. A wine press is a hidden place. It's secluded. It's, It's down. And also, you wouldn't be threshing wheat in a wine press. You say, what's going on? See, Gideon is actually hiding. And I'll show you why. The passage tells us. It says he's threshing wheat in a wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Isn't that interesting? Here's a guy, he's hiding. He's trying to hide the wheat that he's threshing to provide for his family. Some of you are hiding the toilet paper that you bought from Costco, or you're hiding whatever you got from your kids, all the snacks, because you know everybody's going to eat it. So you can kind of relate to Gideon. But here is Gideon, and all of a sudden, he is hiding. Why? Because there's this enemy that is coming and taking all of their food. So he's got to hide. But then God comes to him and says, hey, you're a mighty man. 
Right now, some of you may feel like, man, I, I can't go to work. I'm just stuck at home. I feel weak. I don't feel strong. I feel weaker than ever. And I think there's some things that'll help us this morning because when you feel weak, that's really the time that God wants to step in and work in those weak points. Maybe it's something right now where God's saying, hey, you need to spend a little bit more time working on the relationships, working with your children, working on your marriage, working on uh, the relationship with your family. I don't know about you, but my family and I, we would talk around holidays, you know, checking on birthdays. We are talking like all the time now. We're jumping on Zoom calls, FaceTime. We're doing all kinds of just catching up. And it's been because of this crisis. It's, it's helped us to realize we got to work on these relationships. And so we're taking that time to work on them. And maybe this is the time where you need to work that weakness, that thing that you just feel like, you know what? I put this off for too long. I've got some time. Now's the time to step in. But here's the good news. Your weakness is really a welcome sign. You say, what do you mean a welcome sign? I don't know if you at your house, then before you walk into the door, that there's a sign right at the doorsteps that says welcome. Well, guess what? You, whenever you're in a weak spot, that's a welcome sign. But it's a welcome sign for God because God wants to step into those weak points. Because when I'm weak, he's strong. And I know we don't like that idea. I don't like the idea of being weak. I never want to be thought of as weak. But yet, we have our weak points. We have our anger issues. We might have our bad habits, our hang-ups, or maybe an addiction we're struggling with. We had those weak points. Maybe we're, we're arrogant, or maybe we're just rude, or maybe there's some things that we know we need to work on that right now is that season that you're going to spend that time. You're going to work on it. And I want to encourage you, and don't be discouraged that this is now a season where you can work on those weak points, because your weakness and my weakness is a welcome sign. It's a welcome sign that God can come in and work on it. You see, God picked Gideon. But notice what Gideon said to God. He said, hey, I am from the least tribe, the lowest tribe, and I'm the least in my tribe. So smallest tribe, but I'm the least person in my tribe. So why are you coming to me? And God's saying, you're exactly who I want to use. You're exactly the person I want to speak into, and you're exactly the person that I want to work with. Because you and I will feel like, hey, hard times, it means because I'm messing up. I want to encourage you right now, if you're feeling uh, guilty or you're feeling shame that right now you're going through a rough season and you're blaming yourself, I want to let you know, hard times is not because you're messing up. It's actually because you're growing up. See, this is a part of maturity. This is a, pro- a part of looking at life and saying, you know what, There's, I need to have a better outlook on things. It's real easy to get uh, frustrated and negative and uh, bothered by things. Now, you're not bothered by traffic anymore. You're not bothered by the long line at Starbucks anymore. The things that bother you are a little bit bigger, aren't they? You're, you're bothered by how am I going to provide for my business? How am I going to provide for my family? You're now bothered by actual real things. It's kind of a change in perspective right now, isn't it? And so now we're realizing that this is a great time for us to grow in maturity and to grow up. So when you're weak, remember that that weakness is a moment where God can step in and do some of his greatest work in your life. But I like what... God tells Gideon, he says, hey, you're a mighty man of valor. And right here, I believe that we should almost fake it till we make it. It's not what I say about me, but it's what God says about me. And when God calls you something, guess what? You are that. There's a lot of people who can call themselves the greatest or call themselves awesome. But when God calls you something, you really are. And so he calls him a mighty man of valor. This is a mighty man of strength. You see, you need to go with what you got. 
hey, right now, there's somebody sitting next to you, sitting beside you, in front of you. I need you to push them and say, hey, go with what you've got. You see, Gideon had something, and God said, just go with that. Don't worry about anything else. Just go with the strength that you have. You see, because God is saying, you're going to see it, but just, just go with it. But then also, God is saying, guess what? Your weakness, it's not going to be wasted if you will worship me with it. You just turn to me and worship. You say, why? Because in verse 13 of our same chapter, the Bible says that Gideon said to him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And that's maybe what some of you are asking right now. That, hey, God, if you really are watching, if you really care about the world, you really care about me, then why are you letting all this happen with the coronavirus, with the economy, with the stock market, with, with people getting sick and people even dying? Like, God, where are you at? Notice what he says. And where are all your miracles, which our fathers told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Wow, Gideon just puts it out there for God. He just says, hey, look, this is how I'm really feeling. I feel like, God, you're, you're, you're not being fair. I don't feel like you're being just. I actually think you've abandoned us. You've left us to all this. And maybe that's where you find yourself this morning, that you just think that it's over. Uh, there, there's, there's no more point. I'm really down. I'm really discouraged. And now you're at the point you want to blame God. But notice, he doesn't stop there. You see, in verse 21, then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat offering and the unleavened bread and fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, alas, O Lord God, for I've seen the angel of the Lord face to face. You see, what just happened there? You see, Gideon, he offered a sacrifice to God. What was the sacrifice? It was a way of worshiping. It was saying, hey, in spite of how I feel, I'm still going to worship you for who you are. You see, you and I don't have to be going through a good thing for it to produce a good result. Because even like when you go to the gym, when you're working out, it doesn't feel good, but it produces good. Right now, nothing that we're going through feels good. You're locked in your house and you're locked in there with your kids. And all of a sudden, every teacher out there should be getting a raise. We now know how hard they work. We are sorry for ever sending you a nasty email. We are sorry for ever making your life difficult because now we realize that you do a great job putting up with our kids for eight hours every single day. So thank you. But now you're stuck there with your kids or your, your husband or whoever you're with. And now you're just like, I'm going stir crazy in this moment. But God can work that out for good. We know all things work together for good to them who are the called according to his purpose. You see, God wants us to get to the point where we realize that it's no longer about me that is actually about what's happening, something bigger. There's something greater out there. You see, God doesn't want our weaknesses to go to waste. Don't waste your weakness. You say, what do you mean, don't waste my weakness? See, that's that moment that God wants to work and do his greatest work in your life. So if you are just gonna sit there and just bemoan this moment, just be frustrated with it, then you're missing out on a great opportunity because God wants to use that weakness, so don't waste it. Say, God, this is, this is where I'm at. This is my weakness. So God, how can you use this? And you'll find that in those weakest moments, all of a sudden, God does some of his greatest work. You know, in April 15, 2013, 
we saw a terrible day in Boston's history. You say what happened? It was during the Boston Marathon, and there was a bomber that set some bombs down and was trying to do some real damage and harm to people. And a man by the name of Jeff Ballman was there at the finish line. He was there to watch his girlfriend cross the finish line for the Boston Marathon. He didn't realize that somebody had set a backpack right by his feet, right there. And he was just at the finish line, just thinking that this is gonna be a great moment. My girlfriend doesn't even know I'm gonna be here to cheer her on when she crosses the finish line. And seconds later, a bomb goes off. Jeff Ballman wakes up 30 hours later in an intensive care hospital unit, and he looks down to realize he no longer has legs. After a long and arduous recovery, he gets back, and then reporters start questioning him and want to interview him about his story. And then he says something so profound, and I want to share it with you. He said this. He says, I realized that after all of this, I realized that I could fall and not get hurt. Isn't that incredible? That there are moments that will knock you down. There are seasons of life that will really cause great hurt and harm and damage. But at those moments, you feel like, man, I fell so far. You realize, I can fall and I... I don't get hurt anymore. I'm stronger. I'm, I'm stronger for that struggle. So my weakness then becomes my witness to others so that others see that, hey, isn't that Gideon? Isn't that the guy that was hiding from the Midianites? And now Gideon, he changes how he talks. Notice what he says in Judges chapter 7. He says this, Then Gideon and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped besides the well of Herod. So the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hand, lest Israel claim glory for itself saying, my own hand saved me. See, God wants to use that weakness as a witness, a witness of what? His strength, not yours. It's all about God. It's all about what he wants to do. So in this season, how are you reflecting and pointing others to God? How are you using the season? I'm going out and I'm still seeing things and I'm seeing how uh, angry people are, how frustrated, how rude people are. That's not the type of image we need to be portraying. We need to be out there being kind and caring and concerned about others. This is a great moment to pour in and help others, not to just think about ourselves. And so here Gideon, he's saying, you know, it's all about God. See, God wants us to tell the story of when we were weaker, that God made us stronger. And see, my inability leads to that greatest innovation. You say, what do you mean that greatest innovation? You see, Gideon does something incredible. He surrounds the Midianite army that was encamped against them. And instead of trying to charge into the battle, they do something crazy. They light some torches, they break some pitchers, and then they shout. And the Gideon army in the middle of the night, they just think it's an imposing army with greater force that's out to get them. And so Gideon, he took this difficult moment and he used it as an innovative moment to overcome the enemy. And God got all the glory. You see, God wants to get all the glory in this difficult time. He wants you to realize that this time of social distancing, it's a time where he can build that strength in your life. So, but to do that, he's got to separate you from some things, separate you from some influences. And some of us, that's hard. I'm an extrovert. I want to be around people. And right now, it's hard to be around people. It's hard where you can't be around people. And so at this time is the time where we say, you know what? I can get closer to God. I can spend more time with him more time with those people that mean the most to me and build stronger bonds and relationships because God wants to do something great in this season. So don't waste 
your weakness. Hey, Southridge, thanks so much for staying tuned. I hope you have a great rest of your week. God bless you. We'll see you back next Sunday. If there's anything we can do for you, just let us know. Also, if you haven't done so, click like or subscribe or download the Southridge app. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care and God bless you. Hey Southridge, so we just finished that message and that challenge. So my question is, what are your next steps? So today, you may have made a decision to give your life to Christ. Would you please let us know? You can either let us know in the comments below or the online host, you can chat with them and talk more about what are your next steps. Also, we as a church wanna stay connected with you. Please email us at info at southridgesanjose.com so we can stay connected or call our church offices. Also, if you're a member or regular attender of Southridge, the mission and vision of leading people to find and follow Jesus has not stopped. Church never was and never will be about buildings. It's about people. We just happen to use buildings to reach people. So we do depend on your generosity and your weekly tithes and offerings. So we want to remind you that if you have a moment, please, you can uh, text the word Southridge to 77977, or you can go online and give. Also, we're going to be sending you a letter with the give envelope, and you can include your tithes and offerings there and mail it back. If you have any questions or any next steps, anything that we can help you with. Also, if you have a need during this time, we as a church, we're here for you. Uh, there is something specific that we can help you with. Please email or call us, reach out to us. We'd be glad to help you. We're also we're praying with you. We look forward to connecting with you via our life groups. And uh, we hope that this season will be one where our church just grows deeper and stronger for the glory of God. We're praying for you. Can't wait to see you. Take care. God bless. We hope you were encouraged by today's message from Pastor Micaiah. If it was a blessing to you, don't forget to share it with a friend or family member this week. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear them. Get in touch with us by visiting southridgesanjose.com connect. Again, that's southridgesanjose.com connect.